Are you done saying terrible things? No, I'm not. I'm okay. never. I'm never done, Jay. In that case, then you should not start recording. Can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. All right, let's do this. It's you ready? Secret. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Got the birds congregating. Got a couple visitors. Socially distanced visitors eating their bird seed. Cloudy day today. A little overcast. In case you came uh, for the weather for uh, a random day in a place where you are not currently at, so it's not very helpful for you. But hey, you know, we hope you have some nice weather where you're at and you can relax and enjoy your day, morning or evening or whatever time it is that you catch us. And with that, I am happy to say hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 215, and today we are talking about media literacy and media influence as well um, because I think this is a very important topic especially I I hate to sound like a broken record here Jared but uh, especially during the current times I think uh, it's more important now than ever I know that sounds very clickbaity-esque but uh, that you know people know how to be uh, have a sense of media literacy because it's easy to get swayed by the news media. And I'm saying left and right. You know, I'm not here to just bash on Fox and Friends. I'm here to bash on, you know, CNN does clickbaity stuff too. All those media sites do. Um, so how can you get the facts and the information and, and, not, and not get pulled into what the media wants you to feel or think? I guess, you know, not not to sound like some weird red pill conspiracy theorist guy right now, but, you know, um, that's at least what I'm planning on talking about a little bit. And the media's influence as well, because I think uh, there's some media and cultural influence going on as well. But without further ado, the man that makes this whole thing run and the dude that always comes bringing the heat, bringing the fire, my good buddy Jared. What's going on, Jared? Hello. Today I literally did bring the heat. It's the heat's out now. It has turned into a gorgeous day in a matter of, like, three seconds. Michigan weather um, for you. <laughs> you said it was overcast when this podcast started, didn't you? <laughs> hey, weather is subject to change. That is why I'm not a full-time weatherman, Jared. Um, media literacy, as you call it, media lit. Because apparently that's some We're class. We're media lit today, my man. That's some class you took in high school? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Media. So they had a whole class in high school. Introduction to media literacy, correct. And it was how to properly uh, assess different forms of media. Mm -hmm. And uh, interesting. So we looked at commercials, news, uh, music, film. All these things are different types of media. Uh, and you know you have to kind of learn how to analyze them and critique them and understand it's them. like a more active it's sort of like a more useful current events class almost yeah I've yeah. never heard of something like that before. it was great it was an elective first of all mm-hmm so it wasn't your standard rung-of-the-mill high school class Chad is so afraid how is pulling it in like three inches gonna actually see? All right, stop! Stop! The all wind's right. all right. Any slight breeze, and Chad is so afraid that this thing's just gonna rip off the wall. We have an awning above us, people. In case you're curious, it's, see now it's no longer windy at right. all. Right, that's true. Anyways, oh god. So, so yeah, it was a it was a fun high school class. That was by far one of my favorite uh, teachers in high school as well. Shout out to Mr. Martello. Uh, he was amazing. I've never heard of that of that class before, but that class seems like it, it kind of has to be. Like, when I hear it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could imagine that being fun in high school. It, it actually allows you to, 
like look at actual um, things happening in, in, in media today. And so you're sort of analyzing things that you might normally be looking at anyway or avoiding um, right. from a more with a more critical eye, which I think everyone in, in the U.S. and the world probably could do today. Right. Well, well, some places in the world you can't always always do that, Jared. Sure, um, that's but, true. That's but true. places where you can, I think you should, and I think it's uh, – it's a very important skill to have, you know. Media, media literacy. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff out there. Uh, we are bombarded with information on a daily basis. Yeah. You know, there's a 24-hour news cycle. Yeah. You get social media stuff. You have Twitter. You have Instagram. You have Facebook. You have MySpace. If you're one of the real OGs, Jared, <laughs> you would be in my that's top where the eight. That's unbiased news comes you, from. That's right. Purely MySpace. <laughs> um, so so yeah, and I think uh, it's 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 useful too from a, from a you know from me as someone who studied humanities in college mm-hmm. uh, from a you know humanities standpoint, I think media literacy is very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, we'll get to that later. For now, uh, you know, obviously, spread a little love, or rather, I should say, not obviously. That's rude. Pajolsta. Please follow us on Instagram on Translatable Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Untranslatable1, the number one. Your boy's tweeting now. Uh, it's actually a lot easier than, than I thought, you know? Mm-hmm. At first I was like, at first I was like, oh man, I gotta say something, like, I don't want to say something, like, stupid. But then I'm like, Who oh cares? no, that's what it all is. Yep, that is literally <laughs> Have what you enjoyed the, the things I've been tweeting? It's been fun. What about the, uh, the you saw the one with the Chinese outfits? And yeah, I was like, Chad really drip. needs to step up his the game. I ha- speaking of that, I-, I still haven't gotten confirmation when, but my stuff is being shipped. Oh yeah, from China still. We like probably four, five, six episodes back, we Brilliant. briefly talked about it. <laughs> uh, it's slowly coming. I got some. I got some Chinese drip coming my way, Jerry. Really? I do. Oh yeah. Oh man. I got. I think I. I, I may have sent you some pictures of me wearing a, a pink flannel. It was a pink and blue flannel. Pink and blue flannel. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I'm Don't sure you have a few different colors of those? I do, because yeah. it was this one place where I used to get ice cream in Jinan. Uh, this is where you got the flannel from? Yeah, the flannel. Well, not at the oh. ice cream place. It was like a couple <laughs> okay. of shops down. It was like in this busy shopping district where, where I lived. Okay. Um, and the woman was super helpful. And what was interesting is in, in a lot of shops in China and probably other places in Asia, from my understanding of different Asian cultures, um, they, you know, I, I, I bought the shirt and then uh, she was grabbing all sorts of other stuff. And, oh, you know, mm, try this, try this. like this, yeah. And, check and, this out. And, it was, and at first, I, I talked to a couple of my Chinese friends and a few of my American friends and asked them, well, why is she doing this? Like, is she trying to sell me all this, right? Like, I'm wondering, you know, me as a foreigner being, you know, only two months into my mm-hmm, trip in this China. Is a trick. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is she just trying to, you know, what what is. And then my even my American friends confirmed she was. Um, just trying to be helpful and and they and they do that to show you know well you know in case you do like anything else right right um, right you and know showing and, you all your all the options. right and she was grabbing it in my size too it wasn't like us fishing she like right. just grabbed it grabbed it grabbed it she, she just sized you up or did you have yeah, to tell her pretty much sized me up mm. yeah because i told her well i'm a i'm a large in the u.s usually medium with some stuff but mediums are a little tight yeah so usually a large um, and I'm a 3X in China, in case you're curious. What the hell was that? That was, that was my speaker. Oh. Yeah, 3XL <laughs> in China, Jared. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. yep. So, uh, so yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, they have the Chinese drip. So, I, I'm hoping to bring some of that <laughs> here to the States. And the funny thing about those flannels, though, Jared, is they have a... <clears throat> it, I, at first, I just thought it was a plain flannel. So, at first, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but... 
on the back of it, it said, oh, shoot, what did it say? Oh, I it's remember been, yeah, this. Because yes. I wore it. I wore mm. it on the podcast, actually. Yeah, I remember I'll this. I'll have to go back on YouTube and see now, but... It was um oh it was like a funny kind of slogan. It was like like push harder or work harder or like something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I I'll I'll see if I can dig and find it. Cause, okay, because it's got. But the funnier thing, I mean, about hopefully it is, you'll have it soon. Right, but it it had English and then it had Korean characters below it. Huh. And I asked a friend of mine who is who is Korean to read it, and she said, "Yeah, it looks like someone put this through like a like a translation app and just put it on the shirt." <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean that makes sense because they don't they don't understand Korean. It's kind of the same thing where it's like sometimes you see shirts there that just have straight up like swear words on them. Right. It's like okay, that just says the f word. I, I think those it. are kind of hilarious. <laughs> like I saw those a lot in the Czech Republic. Um, you know, yeah, shirts yeah, that just yeah. said like "fuck" or like something <laughs> like that. Um, it's funny. So, uh, for also by the way. Spread a little love and please five uh, star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Speaking of media literacy, Chad. Have you seen um, that we now have a third choice for president, apparently? Kanye West has thrown his hat into the ring. Yeah, what's that about? Now, apparently, it's too late. Like, he can't even do it. You could probably write him in, right? Uh, Are you going to write in Kanye? (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Kim Kardashian would be the first lady. (laughs) I mean, it's not much different than our current first lady. That's true. That is true. um, Which is no shade, it's just the truth. Right. Um, but uh, actually, no. I take that back. You That's not f- true. Yeah, you do have back. to file. A bunch I'd actually, of I'd rather have Kim Kardashian. At least Kim Kardashian is like getting people released from prison right now. Right. Um, but uh, I so I, I I heard what his platform was. Have you heard Have you heard about his platform? No. What's his platform? Um, it's it's very heavily, it's very heavily based in Jesus and Christianity mm. and the rule of God and not angering Jesus. Um, I think that's very stupid. Hmm. But uh, like, it, but he had no. It's it's, so, it's almost like we have something in the Constitution. Yeah, that's too. That that says that church and state are supposed to be. Huh. Hmm, that's weird. Weird. Really huh. weird. That doesn't surprise me though. Yeah. About the Jesus thing. Uh, yeah, and he he's it, it, it's it's just like we've been like we've been making Jesus angry, hmm. and we need to uh, we need to follow his law and 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 like our like American law is God's law and all this shit. And oh, and he also said he wanted to. Um, did I just? <laughs> maybe I should just stop screaming. He also <laughs> said he wanted to base part of his uh, system, a part of his platform, off of the Wakanda platform, which is what Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, I get that, but what is their? Platform? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> but he explained. Well, he didn't really explain it very well, uh, but shockingly. Mm. But I, but I was like, wait, you mean the cartoon? <laughs> That's what he wants to. And he says that like. Um, so is he going to get some vibranium? Is that, is that <laughs> what's what I'm going wondering. down? Yeah, I was like, okay. I'd be cool with we're that. We're going to have powers? <laughs> right. Now you're actually making starting to make a point here. Right. <laughs> right. Give me a car like that that flies around? For sure. It's a Why very not? good point. Right? It's a very good point. Heal people with like the, the thing? Yeah. Yes. That'd be crazy. Um, so, I, so like I'm, I'm, I'm just... Uh, it, it's just it's it's ridiculous, and, and it's like why why do you want to run for president? I don't get it. He, oh, he also said special people run for president. He <laughs> says um, Joe Biden's not special, but Trump is special. Obama is special. Mm. Um, Kanye West is special. I hate to say this, but I don't think he's wrong. I mean, he's. I, I, I mean, hate to say this, but I don't think he's terribly wrong. I, I mean, 
Yeah, he probably he 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 has the exact same sort of ego that he need, he has the exact kind of ego you need to even consider yourself a good president. Right, right. <laughs> you need some sort of ego for sure. Yeah, or or, or have some type. Because it's of, a terrible job. Right. Oh, it's. Awful. Why would you want that job? You can make. And the thing is, you don't even make that much money. Right. Like you could just like. I mean, no one becomes a president <laughs> for the money. Clearly, well, they do, but not while they're in office. Right. Well, that's true. Well, I'm sure Trump has made millions if not billions of dollars since he's become president and any president after they go on these stupid speaking tours and right shit. right yeah for sure yeah media lit though my man but first let's uh let's get into some shout outs yes maybe yes i uh, only have one today Do i you have, have one, one i have one more thing i want to i want to tell you Ooh, okay let's hear it. i uh am i i and here at the un- the untranslatable podcast is uh going on the road again Ooh, where are you going i'm going to uh louisiana Ooh. I'm not flying. I'm driving okay. to Louisiana, where my parents live. I'm going to their house. Okay. Um, and they've been, they, they like, I, I've been thinking about it, and I was like, well, what am I going to do? Because I can't really go on vacation. Right. And I told my parents I'd come visit. I haven't been there in a while. And I thought, all right, I guess we'll drive there. We'll just do a quarantine there. Although, right. I, I'm, I, I'm, we're going at the beginning of August, so at the end of this, at, uh, and, and like, I, I'm kind of nervous. What, what are you nervous about? Um, stopping at rest stops, mm. like especially since uh, like I looked at the map the other day. I mean, not that I had to look at a map to know this, I guess, but like I have to go through Michigan, Indiana, Tennessee, Kentucky, Alabama, Mississippi. How long is the drive? How it's many sixteen hours. hours. Sixteen. Okay. Well, the plan is to stop in at a hotel somewhere in the middle. Yep, that makes sense. Eight, eight and eight. Yeah, nine mm-hmm. and nine probably, but yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a little over sixteen, and yeah. then with stops and stuff. Yeah, it'll probably be like nine and nine, but yeah. Um, yeah, and so um, uh, uh, I, I, I've been wondering, should we prepare with episodes beforehand, or would it be fun to do an On the Road Again, old school On the Road Again? I'm for sure down to do some because On the Road Again. We could definitely, I definitely want to talk about this road trip, cause, uh, because it'll be very interesting. I want to hear about it, All for right. sure. Yeah, no, I think we should do some while you're, <clears throat> while you're on the road, and also some before you go. Okay. Yeah. For sure. I've I've been thinking too as summer eventually is coming to an end, um, and the fact that I will be working, um, not full time, but working a lot more um, at the end of this month. I've been thinking about also doing something. Um, so I might you keep saying you're going to go camping. I I've been thinking about it. The problem You've been is a lot of thinking. The problem is, what's the point of going camping by yourself? Yeah. You know. Are you like, asking? Is, is this you asking no, me I'm, to I'm go not, camping no, with no, you? No, no, no. I'm I'm not sure what <laughs> what the plan is yet. I've still been thinking about it. I just don't know if it's smart or if it's safe. Uh, I think it's. I mean, how is camping safe. unsafe? Uh, I'm not sure. That's a good question. So why would that be a consideration if 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 you don't even know how it could be unsafe? Uh, I guess I guess not going with anybody. Oh yeah, I mean I don't I want to I want to be concerned about safety as far as not going any with anyone. I mean you're probably going to be at some sort of campsite. It's not like you're right. going to be like get lost and fall into an ocean or a sea or a lake and river and get like. But I w- I would get concerned about boredom if right. that more than anything. Right. Who would you invite if you could? Well, that's the other like, thing. Like, what would be your ideal crowd if, if like, if you could... Ideal you could... crowd would be, like, three or four of my guy friends. You would probably be included in that mm. list. Okay. Yeah. But with this whole, you know, with everything going on right now, it's like, I think to feasibly get that to work, there's a lot of moving parts. You know what I mean? It's you got to coordinate where, when, who... 
you know? It, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's any sort of vacation. Right. It's interesting because for me, it seems like vacation now is so much easier. Mm. Because, like, I'm not even sure if I'm going to take time off of work. We're going to leave on, like, a Friday right. or maybe a Saturday, and I'll get there by Sunday. And then I might work during the week. And, and it's I feel so much more flexible now right. that uh, I'm working from home. And see, for me, with camping, I guess the whole point is... I would want to be somewhere where I am disconnected for a while. Sure. So I couldn't work because, you know, I have been doing... You know, well, yeah, of course, teaching. of course, of course. Right. So it's like, you know, what's the point of going camping if you are going to be... I guess being alone in the wilderness isn't a bad thing, but I don't think it's yeah, worth meditate. a long, a Learn long about drive, yourself. though. Right. But I don't think it's worth like a... Yeah, when I say camping, I mean like go up north. I mean like go to a beach. Right. Like make like a weekend thing of it. You no, I understand I mean? what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. I, I definitely understand what you're saying. Um, it, it, it is hard to co- coordinate for sure. Mm-hmm. I went camping a few times and um, and it, it, it like but like it, it's it's just better with more people, too. Right. Because all you're really doing is like sitting there and drinking and talking anyway. So it's just fun with more people. There's not really much to do. Um, but it, I think it would be an interesting experiment. Not not that you would do it. No offense. Right. But, but it would be an interesting. just camping alone? Yes. To see how you, uh, and, and to see what sort of, and, you know, what, what you've learned, you know. It takes some right. time to really, especially if there, you have no signal or phone access or anything. Right. Really go off the grid and just think about things, you know. Right. Yeah. It would be good, but I've. And I've, uh, that's the thing, man. I, I like the idea of it a lot. Yeah. I really like the idea. And I think it would be I, I nice and good. But just, yeah, it's uh, just to say, okay, I'm going to have to rebook my lessons. I'm going to have to mm-hmm. do all this. I know I know these are excuses, Jared. No, I'm well aware. <laughs> but uh, it's I, I okay hope that, if you don't, yeah. that you don't want to go camping by yourself. I think that's mm. completely normal. I wouldn't want to go camping by myself either. It sounds boring. Right. Yeah, it's better to have somebody there. Especially like especially if you're not doing activities. Like maybe it would be fun. Maybe I'd be able to think about it. Well, still, if I was like hiking and then I like hike to a place where I but then it seems dangerous to go totally off the grid by right. yourself, no cell phone service, no one around and like start mm-hmm. doing hiking and kayaking. Maybe hiking's fine. Right. But like kayaking and like doing mm-hmm. stuff where you're in water. It's like, oh, that's just kind of starting to feel foolish now, you know. Right. Yeah, it's always good to I mean they there's a buddy system for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's definitely a buddy system for a reason. All right, dude. But anyways, let's get into the shout-outs. My shout-out today, and we've given him shout-outs before, goes out to the CEO of Twitter, uh, Jack Dorsey. I don't know if you've heard about this, Jared, but he has been talking about um, doing a universal income plan for certain places. And this has also been uh, with the help of Andrew Yang, uh, who was a former Democratic presidential candidate. Um, who has really kind of brought the idea of universal basic income into the mainstream. Yeah. Um, And for a lot of people who don't know what universal basic income is, it's very simple. Uh, I think everybody under under a certain uh, salary level would get, you know, uh, $1,000 a month or $1,200 or whatever yeah, the sti- amount like would a, be. Just an automatic stipend. Yeah, just month. comes in every month um, to help with food, necessities, You know, I uh, think rent. it's, it's kind of uh, interesting, too, because I feel like part of what spurred on this conversation, or, or not spurred on, mm-hmm. but continued on this conversation. Is there something on me? Here, move forward. Yeah, let me. Oh, no. Oh, You're I, good. I got good. nervous it was a wasp. No, 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 no. <laughs> just a little bug. Um... The uh, what brought it into uh, 
conversation even more was the fact that we got this $1,200 check that the stimulus yeah, yeah yeah that didn't really do anything like like right. obviously it helped in the moment but it's like for most people that doesn't even really cover like half of their monthly uh, you know income or not right. income like uh, and we're, expenses and we're, and we're what three three four months removed from March when the lockdown began right? yeah people still have rent to pay yep and people still haven't gotten not everyone has gotten their stimulus yeah you know, I know a couple people, you know, so. And I, I, yeah. I, but, I, but I think it just, high, like, like uh, give, give, giving one check, which probably to the, the people that gave it out seemed like a, look, we're, we're giving you something. We're extending it an olive branch. But it really, I feel like, highlighted the necessity for uh, or, or, or the benefits of an actual, like, a continuous universal right. basic income system. Right. Just because, and, and a lot of people worry or argue that, oh, it's going to make people lazy. If you look at what Finland has done. That wasn't the case there. Uh, they yeah. had they had an experiment with universal basic income. I would assume it was just better society. You don't have people going hungry. You don't have people, you know, that are homeless. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all these things that you know it, it it doesn't solve all the problems, but it does solve some. You know. You know, I was read. I'm reading that book, Stamp from the Beginning, and just yesterday I read a, a section of it. Now everything is racist. Now that I've read this book, I just read a section yesterday, and they were talking. And this is uh, I'm at the point where slaves had just been freed, like it's 1866, you know, 1865, 1866, and um, and the white, you know, the white people are kind of trying to decide what to do with uh, with with uh, black people, and like and like black people are 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 asking for are, are demanding land because they're like how can we be free yet still have no choice but to work for the very people that enslaved us like we need our own ability to grow wealth and all that stuff and um they were having those exact same conversations about how like if we allow them to grow wealth like this and if we give them stuff then they'll just keep relying on us for uh, for stuff and they're never really going to learn to like, like it's not help we're not helping anything by just giving them stuff because then they're going right. to rely on us and that's just been the same conversation that's been going on forever right well, there's a. It's it's funny you mentioned that, Jared, because there was an episode of Chappelle Show was on yesterday, and I mm. love Chappelle Show. I was watching it for a couple hours um, while I was I was working on some music, and I was watching it. Um, and the the funny thing is, is he he did a, a bit a sketch on what would happen if there were reparations for slavery, right? Yeah. And I mean, obviously, it's a comedy sketch, and it's right. supposed to be funny. Mm-hmm. But some of the stuff. He says has some truth to it, you know. Like he, one of the jokes he makes is that you know there are like eight thousand record labels that open in a day, you know. <laughs> but it's like the fact that it, I think that on on some level is kind of true. Not you know obviously eight thousand maybe, but right, right, right. but the whole point is why not give people money and fund them so they can have these creative outlets. Mm-hmm. It's better. I think it would be better to have somebody you know, running a music label than, you know, being out on the streets. Right. You know, um, I think, and that's that's my issue when people say they're just going to get lazy. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay. but that's such a weird, like, it's, it, it's weird because this is like, it's like we're all Americans. You don't think there are, like, where they want money too? Like, who don't, right. who lives like that? Like, especially if you're in like a, like, who's just like, oh, I'm like, they're not making enough money to like live comfortably off off of this universal. It's not like they're like, oh yeah, now I bought a house and I have a car and food and I don't need to do anything. It's like it's like people still want to improve their like I, I don't know. It's yeah. just it's such a weird, and 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 that's why I, that's why I kind of brought up that book because it's just like it always just goes back to to. Like I was now, I'm just thinking about where are these or like where are the origins of even thinking of this, and it's just like right. I don't know. It kind of bumps me out. Yeah. 
You uh, know it doesn't bum me out though, Jared. Sometimes those bum me out too. You mean the untranslatables? I do mean the untranslatables. <laughs> I try not to bum you out with them, Jared. Um, but yes, time for our untranslatables, which are proverbs, idioms, axioms, uh, phrases, words that don't translate smoothly on a one-to-one basis into English. Mm-hmm. And it is our job, it is our expertise and profession that why you come here, people, uh, for us to translate the untranslatables. I'm going to start us off with a Japanese one. And it is Ichigo Ichi, which means... Ichi is one, isn't it? Yeah, very good. Uh, it, one to one. No. Uh, Ichigo Ichi Oh, wait. Ichi ni sanshi. Oh, go, I don't know what number go is. Go loku. Go is like five? I don't... Six? I couldn't tell you because here this means one life, one encounter. Okay. Uh, one life, one encounter. It's like live, live your life to the fullest because you only got one. YOLO. That's right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> there we go. YOLO. Um, my first one is Italian, and it's actually more. It's actually like, it, it's 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 a thing. It's it's not like a, a saying or something. It's a thing. But the literal translation for it is actually both of mine are things, but the little translations are funny. So it's uh, strozza preti, strozza preti, and it literally means priest strangler. Priest strangler. Is is this dirty? No. No, okay. You would find this at your local grocery store. A pre-strangler? What is it? I have no idea. It's a kind of pasta. (laughs) The legend of how this noodle got its name is just as twisted as the pasta pasta itself. It allegedly stems from greedy priests who, upon receiving the dish from locals, uh, scarfed it down so quickly that they choked. Oh, that so makes it's, sense. it's like a twisted sort of pasta, uh-huh. and uh, and th- and that's the legend of where the name comes from. Oh, that's funny. Free stranglers. Okay, give give me another one. Uh, I mean, I only have two, but I'll give you the other one I have. It's uh, Afrikaans, and it's um, Papier vam- Vampire, which you actually probably paper can translate. vampire. Yeah, what's that? A paper vampire. It's, once again, it's it's a uh, it's a thing. Mm, it's a thing. A paper vampire. Man, if I would have known where you wanted to do this, I could have pulled kept the page up. There, I had a sh- I had a bunch of them. Oh, that's a bummer. Well, it's next time. Next all right, time. all right. I'm not going to uh, find it Paper now. vampire. It's a thing. It sucks blood from paper. Is it paper? a pen? No, uh, mm. no, but I like where your head's at. Okay. It, it, paper vampire. So a vampire. Is it What is it? No. What does a vampire do to... Uh, sucks blood. But how do they do it? With teeth? With fa- Oh, is it, a, is it a staple remover? Uh, no, but you're so close. A stapler. There you go. It's a stapler. Oh, nice. <laughs> a stapler. Okay. Yeah, it's a stapler. Nice. A paper vampire. Okay, I like that. That's a. That's kind of a. It's a spooky but kind of cute one mm-hmm, at the same mm-hmm. time. Uh, all right, my last one for you is um, Tagalog, which is a, a Filipino language, and it is linta sip sip, and linta means leech, and sip sip comes from the word sip in English to like drink. Okay, so leech, leech drink drink or sip sip. Is it like I cut myself? I'm bleeding. Uh, I, I scratched myself because, like, you have a in the, the the leech leech sip sip. Someone like 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 relies on you for everything. Oh, you're getting close, yeah. So here here's the example, uh, or, or here um, I'll just read you this. Uh, that's why she got promoted easily. Oh, like a brown nose. There we go. Good work. Uh, yeah. Yep. Good old brown. That makes sense. Are. So it's mm-hmm. like it's like you're l- l- latching on to someone mm-hmm. and just sipping at whatever they they give you. 
Yes. Yeah, brown nosers, we call them in yeah, the U.S. Exactly. Exactly. I'm sure there's plenty of different phrases for for those types of people in yeah. different languages. You know, that's sure. interesting because media literacy, sometimes you'll find some brown nosers out there. You'll find a lot of them, maybe. Now, before, before we... Before we start shitting on news orient organizations <laughs> okay. and shit, because that's almost definitely going to happen at some point. <laughs> Maybe. What uh, what what news do you read? What where do you, well, first question? First question. What's your main source of news? Memes. All right, come on, Chad. This is serious talk. Memes. This first, is serious right now. First source <laughs> of news. Um, Although that is, you know, the funny thing is that's mm -hmm. not not true for a lot of people yep, I, i'm aware <laughs> honestly it's it's usually i hate to say it but it's usually stuff links from stuff i see on facebook okay so you're still uh, active facebook on facebook or, or twitter because i'm i feel like you're starting to be on twitter more occasionally here and there yeah i, I feel like i kind of like twitter i'm seeing at least I, I like you're responding to things on twitter more even like when i post the episode mm -hmm. i was like oh chad's never really even like responded yep. i was like he must I, be on twitter more well, I, I didn't have it, the Twitter app on my old phone because it mm. was I, when I was in China. You sure. can't really use Twitter, so um, and, and I I had gotten Twitter initially in college for like a communications class. Uh, our professor, yeah. our prof, made us all get it. So yeah, um, but yeah, but media literacy, I think, also social media has to be roped into that nowadays for sure. too. Um, and also being able to tell what you read because I've seen plenty of articles online that aren't real articles that. Uh, just prove how easy it is. I mean, you can just show a picture and a headline, and a lot of people will share it, not thinking. Yeah. You know, um, so that's why media lit literacy is so important. Media lit. You still that's got right. that schoolboy. Comes off. Me. Comes off the tongue real easy, Jerry. We got media lit fourth period. That's right. I think it was third, but close enough. Um, my main news source is also Twitter. Mm -hmm. The thing about Twitter or any social media for that matter. It's all really all about how you curate it. And it's pretty biased towards what your leanings tend to be right. usually. I actually, did you know that on Facebook, if you go deep into, not even deep, deep, but if you go into your settings, mm -hmm. it'll show you, it'll show you what they think you're, you can either put it in or it'll automatically tell you, the, uh, like say what your political leanings are, like conservative or li yep. liberal. And it just yep. automatically like assigns that to you based off of how you like work on social media. I got a funny, funny little story about that. If you want to hear it, please. So, um, I heard about that a few years back. Uh, I think it was right before the election. So this would have been 2015, tw early 2016. That's probably when maybe. I heard about it too. Um, and I remember, uh, so what I did is I went on Facebook and I liked all sorts of crazy right wing <laughs> and different conservative and also super libertarian and left, basically a whole spectrum okay. politically, interesting just to see what would happen. <laughs> but here's the issue. It turns out they have a point. <laughs> uh, well, here's the issue is that uh, I had a bunch of people messaging me and like, hey, are, are you voting for Trump? Like, do, do you like this? <laughs> do you like this candidate? And I'm just like, Ugh. I'm like, I don't feel like dealing, like, uh, yeah. dealing with this shit. So I just unfollowed all of it. I think I might still have like a couple probably more left-leaning ones. But the funny thing about left-leaning in the U.S., Jared, is that <clears throat> we aren't really that left. No. Like if you look at Europe and you compare U.S. left to Europe left, Bernie Sanders, who a lot of people call a socialist, would be a very democratic socialist mm -hmm. Democrat. Right, right. You know? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, so my main news... So, okay. My main news source is Twitter. Um, I, I, you know, obviously that's very heavy, heavily 
based on on who you follow. Mm-hmm. So even even when it comes to trending news, I feel like that is and that is sort of what I do. Like I spend a lot of time looking at the trending news to see what's 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 hot and happening. And and they right. even know probably based off of what I follow that I I also pay more attention to Michigan based stuff. Sure. So usually at the somewhere in my trending it'll be like trending in Michigan, and then it'll be like and I've actually seen trending in other places like twitter and like i remember when i was in uh, tanzania and it's i saw trending news and i'm like i don't know what is happening on <laughs> on my trending news section right now i don't know any of these names <laughs> i don't know what is happening um but then um so but where where do you go to uh like do you read news articles if i want to read legit news articles or, or really get a view on what's going on I really like the website All Sides. Yeah, it's either allsides.net or allsides.org. I don't remember. It's been a while since I've looked because lately, man, I've just been playing music and, yeah. and teaching. And and I uh, I guess I'll not, might as well announce it now. Um, or should we wait? Should we wait another episode? I'll just announce it now. <laughs> Screw it, man. Um, so I will be working as a virtual uh, language fellow uh, starting at the end of July until January. So mm-hmm. uh, I will be working back at my university. In Shandong, in Jinan, so I will be teaching virtually. some. Yeah, virtually. So I'll be teaching here from home in Michigan. Uh, it will be a challenge with the time difference, but I'm excited. Um, what time? Be what time are the classes at? Uh, 10 p.m. I'll be teaching. 10 a.m. in the morning for them. That's not bad. Yeah. I, oh, I, 10 p.m. for you. For yeah, me, yeah. I like to stay up late though. So that's true. It's not too big of an issue. Um, well, yeah. well, well, lately. So news. I don't. I haven't been following the news lately, but I like all sides. Has um, there ever been a point in your life where you've been like? Where you like consistently go to a news outlet, like say every couple of days or every day, you like I always look in, at this. In news college, outlet. I was going to um, Al Jazeera on mm. a probably every other day basis, okay. just because it was interesting to get a different news perspective, you know, yeah. than than your typical CNN or Fox or MSNBC, sure, that kind of thing. I used to uh, read. Um, the NPR web- website. Just I like NPR, but I don't really read a lot of news unless it's some sort of article that like sticks out to me that happened that like mm-hmm. that I find through Twitter. To be honest with you, right? The only but I do I I, I will say this. I feel like as far as um, as far as current events go, my media lit is kumsi kumsa. I'm okay. I, I I feel like I I like I I I don't. I don't know. I feel like I try to at least pay attention to to um, the the narrative from the other side, and I'm not mm-hmm. just. But I but I'm also I don't like reading. Like, well, anyway, but the reason I'm saying this is because I I'd, I'd say my media lit is strong in the automotive industry. Sure. I would say that if 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 I look at it like industry specific, whether it be current events as on an industry, that's just life. But like, but I'd say that like it in um, I, I'm at the point in like in reading car news where I like I have certain. Like like authors, I I like more than others. Mm-hmm. Like I know what kind of what to expect from some more than others. I know that like if I'm going to a certain website, the perspective might be skewed towards like these days. It kind of seems like you know some of the uh, like the uh, EV sites like are real skewed towards Tesla, where it's like I don't know if I can really take this 100 percent seriously. So like I like that in that sense, I feel like I have it very well curated, and right. so I know how to do it. It's just, do I feel like doing well, it? Well, it's guess. not even the curation; it's what is accurate media news. See, now I understand why. Look how afraid you are! Like, is this going to rip off immediately? Well, look at the clouds above us. 
What about them? Are those are those wind clouds? Those are, are storm clouds, which bring wind. <laughs> uh, anyway, Chad's media lit is very strong in the area of media meteorology. That's right. You better believe it. You better believe it. Um. So, uh, yeah. Other than that, it's it's. I would say, other other than the car industry, I would say that my media lit is is Twitter Twitter based. Is that mm. ter- is that bad? Uh. Well, it will give you a certain snapshot. Probably yeah. what you want to see. Any social sure. media, it's that's why I also was following some of those types of things I wouldn't necessarily follow, um, just to kind of throw off the algorithm. It's that type of stuff is algorithmic. Yeah. So I think I, I one of my favorite places to get news though, believe it or not, this may sound really f- kind of goofy or funny, is uh, uplifting news on Reddit. That's where I find a lot of our shoutouts. Um, but so, do you find useful things that are happening in society. Yeah. Okay. Well, sure. There's, I guess I so. Mean, there are useful for, for every one shout out I I have on the podcast, Jared. I read at least three or four different articles. Okay. So, um, and some of them I just read because I'm curious. Right. I, I don't even think they'll be good for the podcast, but I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so, but I think the key with media literacy is is knowing when it's opinion, when it's fact. You know, knowing when it's fact and fiction. And knowing how to figure that out, how to check your sources. Um, how do you do that, though? Because I f- we're at a place now where if you're arguing with someone, say that's po- politically a, the, and complete opposite of you, th- there is probably no article that you can show them where they'll be like, oh, that's not biased. Oh, that's oh, that's a fake news source. I don't trust that news source. And it's like, all right, so you show me your news source. And it's like, I don't know, Breitbart or the OAN mm. News Network. And it's like, well, we're just doing the same stupid thing now. Right. Where it's like, I'm going to say the same thing to you. I don't... Well, but I think that's when we're also arguing about something that maybe is we perceive as factual, but it's not factual. It's really opinion. Mm. I feel like we do that a lot as a society, at least in the U.S., where we take things that are opinions and we try to make them facts. Like, like um, I'm trying to think of some examples. Sometimes it's hard to come up with them right on the spot. But um, and anyways. I, I understand what you're saying, though. Sure. It, it's just more of a way to, to push the narrative that they want to push, mm-hmm. essentially, right. whatever, whatever that might be. Yeah, sure, of course. Well, that's see, in, med- in your media lit class, did you guys talk about... Um, for pro- the, the idea of for-profit news and how it doesn't really work? <laughs> well, not only for-profit news, but uh, if you look at the way news is run, it's really a couple big companies and that's yes, it. Yes. So if you look at who you're getting your... And that's why I mentioned Al Jazeera is, you know, that's not one of the U.S.-owned news, you know, you know, different media brands. The other thing about news and media... Where like are they news, based, you know? I'm not sure. That's okay. a great question. I'm not sure. Um, I'm going to laugh if it's like Washington, D.C. <laughs> or something. Capitol Hill. Right. Um, but I don't know. I think the, the issue with media literacy is a lot of people, um, you know, it's so easy to post and share things that are fake um, or that or that are spun in Qatar. a way. Qatar. Okay. That are spun in a way to make you feel anxious or f- feel some type of way. And I think the media does a great job sometimes of tugging on our heartstrings. And I think sometimes it's important, Jared, to take a step back. Like, I, I hate to admit this, but my, my dad spends way too much time watching CNN, mm-hmm. watches it a lot. And, you know, when I'm, if I take a break from, you know, playing music or doing whatever, I'll come downstairs um, and he's watching CNN, right? 
and I look at the title, you know, and a lot of times the headline right now, because we're in a pandemic, is record-breaking number of coronavirus cases. Well, yeah. guess what? You can literally run that headline until the numbers start declining. Yeah. And, it, and technically, it's not wrong, but it's like, okay, like I've, it's going to be this way for a while. Mm-hmm. And when you see that headline, how do you think that makes people feel? It makes them feel afraid. It makes them feel, you know, I mean, the whole idea of the news cycle is to get you to come back and watch. Right. You know, um, if they only reported on positive and happy things happening in the world, which also isn't realistic. Sure. But if they did that, they wouldn't have nearly as many viewers. But, for example, we talked about this before. Uh, now that the the, the uh, protests, you know, the Black Lives Matter protests are like, you know, 99% peaceful at this point, they're no longer talking about them. Right. Even though they're still happening. Right. And that is still an issue that has not fully been resolved with, you know, Breonna Taylor's yeah, uh, murders haven't been arrested. Um, there's, it's still and happening. And there have been more people, yeah, yeah getting killed by police. <laughs> it's Innocent not like it people. Stopped. Yeah. Right. Right, and so and so it, it it is it is annoying that that that's the case. But I think in, in my mind, I feel like I feel like to to be properly inf- not to be properly informed. Yeah, to be properly informed, I feel like you really got to read stuff. Yeah, well, well not I, not only that, you got to be willing to do deep dives, and a lot of people yeah. aren't willing to do that. A lot of people don't have the time and the energy. Let's be honest. Yeah, um, they but, have the places they like to go to. Right, exactly, and it's easy to get that news. That news feed that makes you feel how you want to feel. Mm-hmm. You know, like CNN, they do a lot of Trump bashing. Look, Trump does a lot of terrible things. I'm not trying to say he's he's a great president. He's a terrible president. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think he has done, maybe it's not him personally, but I think good things have happened while he has been president. Now, whether that's on him or not, that's sure. a whole different conversation. Mm-hmm. But my point here is that all CNN does is, it's to me, it seems like it's coronavirus and it's Trump bashing. Yeah. And that's our audience, and that's what they like, so that's what they do. And then you have Fox, which is the polar opposite. They love him, usually. I mean, they've even said some stuff against him lately, but generally speaking, it's very pro-Trump. It's very, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so people watch what they want to hear. Do they have this problem? Well, they, I was going to say, do they have this problem in other countries? But, I mean, to not some China. Ex- to <laughs> s- right. Well, to, su- to some extent, yes. To some, no. It just depends on the, the systems. Like in Germany, is it like this? Or, or, or you, you've spent time in Germany. We both have. I wasn't no, it's, reading it's, news it's, when it's, I was It's not there. like this in Germany. But I think it's because... Uh, I think it's because the discourse around news media is different in Europe than it is in the U.S. I think that... I think they value... Uh, journalism and the press, and they hold it. I'm not saying that we don't have journalists here that have integrity. I think we 100% do. But I also think there's a lot of journalists out there who aren't even really qualified journalists. Yeah, a lot of opinion. You know? Exactly. They, they pass it off as news and fact, and it's not fact, it's opinion. That's actually right. something, Great point. something I've noticed uh, as an avid reader of car articles. Like, sometimes, sometimes I'll be reading it, and, it'll, and I'll be like, I don't, like... Like I understand how you feel about the car, but you're not really telling me about the car, right? Like, give me the specs. You're like, oh, this looks really good, but it's like, well, what's the material, or like, why is it like, why what's is the it top speed? Uh, yeah, right. I mean, yeah, no one really cares about the top no one speed. Cares. But <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I guess it depends. On Trying what to relate the car. With, with you here, Jared. Come on now. <laughs> no one really. It depends. But I mean, some people would well, actually. I take that back. Some people would say they do care about the top speed. Some people would be like, no one's ever going 200 miles per hour, even though this is a Ferrari. You know, there's no really right. point to talk about that. Let's talk about the realism of what it's like to drive this car. Sure. Um, so yeah, I, I, so it's yeah. That's I'm just I, I get what you're saying. Um, it's 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 impossible to uh, have uh, d- 
discourse on social media. It's it's one of the most Civ- entertaining. Civil. Yeah, yeah that's true. civil. Discourse. It's one of the most entertaining and, and annoying and a- aggravating things to look at. Yep. I there are certain people that I just don't engage with anymore. Uh, I hate to say this. I have family members on Facebook. Yeah. Um, I recently taught my mom how to unfollow somebody on Facebook. <laughs> she was all happy <laughs> to not hilarious. see some some certain people's posts um, because yeah they were racist and Blue Lives Matter and blah blah blah. And I'm not saying that. Uh, police officers, I'm not saying that those people who work as police officers shouldn't come home safe. I think everyone deserves to come home safe, mm-hmm. but you shouldn't be allowed to just murder people um, because you fear for your life, especially when right. that person has a different skin. Yeah, any, anyways, sorry, yeah. getting off on a tangent here. But um, but yeah, so but you're right. It's very difficult to have a civil discourse on social media, um, especially because, I mean, a lot of people are trolls anyways. Yeah. You know, they don't care. Uh, they're going to troll you anyways. They're going to clown on you. <laughs> Sometimes people deserve to be clowned on. Uh, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about the most popular news websites in America. Okay. Now I think this will be interesting to talk about because I don't, I, I feel like I don't get my news from any of these places. <laughs> I probably don't really either. <laughs> Number one is Yahoo. Somehow Yahoo is still at the top of this list. I you used know to why? get my news in like the 90s from them. You know why? Because I feel like there's still so many, uh, and I hate to say it, older people right. that have Yahoo as like their landing page right. uh, on their internet That's true. browser. That's true. It's like sometimes I still go to my grandma's house and I, like you open right. up Internet Explorer and Yahoo pops up. Right. Or, or like, what was what the other the one? Is it is MSNBC? MSN News, yes. Or MSN that, News, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That, that's probably somewhere in here. Uh, CBS that does another one. Me. The uh-huh. second most popular and the fifth, second most popular and the fifth most famous news website. What does that even mean? That's a good question. Uh, NBC, CNN. Yeah, CNN doesn't surprise NBC me. NBC News. Okay, so two NBCs. Yeah, Fox News. Okay, not surprised. Uh, ESPN. Sports news, still news, but sports news. I guess so. Yeah, I was inter- I did find it interesting to see ESPN in there. Well, I think it's it's what what do you view as newsworthy? Is it right. only politics? Is it only current events? Is and it- that's not to say that that um, athletes don't um, you know co- have commentary like you know comment on politics. True. I've actually heard True. some people say that they think. Uh, I mean, I hate when anyone says this, but like sports are getting too political. You know. Right. Where it's like, why? Because they're talking about what athletes say. Wash. Go ahead. I th- uh, I think it's funny how people also try to say that with music, how music is getting too political. It's like do you not understand that's where half of the motivation that's, to yeah, write this been, stuff comes, and that's from, most yeah. music of all time, right? Is commenting on something political happening, right? That we dislike, yeah, <laughs> yeah. or disagree with, yeah. It's like most music, right? Um, MSN, there you go. Mm-hmm. Buzzfeed, how do you feel about Buzzfeed, Chad? I like their quizzes. Their quizzes like, are fun. I feel like we 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 were. Maybe we're, I wonder if we're jaded as millennials because probably we came into BuzzFeed when it was just stupid articles and it's like which like we're gonna tell what you pizza which are you yeah we're gonna tell you which <laughs> yeah. office character you are based off of your Wendy's order some <laughs> stupid <laughs> right. shit like that. Right. but now exactly. they I think they do have a legit news section probably but for some reason, I like they have language sections like the BuzzFeed Germany's got some cool stuff about the German language oh really yeah I did not know fun that fun fact for you. I'd, I'd be mm-hmm. interested to look at look into that. Yeah, they do have a like they've grown into like a, a like a phenomena. I'm not looking at it. They have a huge, like look at all these sections they have. They have a pop culture section. They have videos. They have a cameo. They have uh, quizzes. Obviously, lifestyle. Right. Just just humor me. Type in BuzzFeed.de. I think. All right. And just see. I just I'm curious. Ooh. Here I'll take that. How do you feel about um, BuzzFeed as a news source? 
Do you, like I guess I guess in a way, I mean, they are legit. Um, I just don't know if that's what I would really. Oh, you know what? I actually I take away all the legitimacy. I realize do you know, they own Tasty. Do you know Tasty? What's tasty, no. That's what's what those videos that you'll see on like Facebook or or Twitter or something where they're making some dish. And oh like, yeah. And okay. All those all, every dish looks disgusting. Yep. And it's like I didn't see uh, salt or pepper anywhere in sight. And it's like who wraps? I don't know. That's always disgusting. But it's going taking forever. For some reason, I, I maybe just because I immediately. Um, I mean, and I've never really delved deep into BuzzFeed's news section. Maybe I've read an article here and there, but so, for some reason, I struggle to take their news like as my as like as, as seriously as maybe I, I I don't I give I should or I don't know because um, I just think of them as like the quiz thing. Right. Yeah, makes sense. But now when I look at their actual homepage, I'm like, well, I mean, you got to open your mind a little bit because obviously they've grown since then. It's not like they have the right. same people making the <laughs> making the uh, which. Uh, Cheeto flavor are you based exactly. off of your favorite cartoon? Right. Well, I think that's a, that's the key with uh, social media. Uh, social media with uh, media literacy is that uh, being able to see the full picture of things. So being able to say, is this a credible news source or not? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it depends what you're looking for. You so know? okay, let's uh, let me start over mm-hmm. at the beginning of this list, and okay. we're going to say credible or not. Okay. Number one, Yahoo. Um. Look, I think the only way we can really do this is pull up Yahoo's page okay. <laughs> and let's look at what they have to offer. All right. We can't be preaching media literacy here, Jared, and going off of our biases and preconceived notions about these places. You okay, know what well, I'm saying? Well, off the bat, they're kind of behind. Are they? What 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 are just if you're if you were to sum up to our listeners, what are you seeing right now? now let me just read the Yahoo. headlines okay. that pop up. Perfect. The first thing that pops up Gun Missouri couple pointed at BLM protest. Oh, oh yeah, gun, the gun oh, got taken away. Gun, yeah. <laughs> gun Missouri couple pointed at BLM protesters seized. That's a weird way to word that That's sentence. That's a terrible headline. But <laughs> yeah, but what they're trying to say is, yeah, the gun guns were confiscated from the people. Who, yeah. And this is too long for a headline as well. But uh, guns were confiscated from the people who. Uh, from the Missouri couple yeah. that were that we talked about with Ken the barefoot. Ken and Karen. Ken and Karen. Yeah, Ken yes. and Karen. Right. Um, that is a couple of days. Well, I think that's one or two days I guess, old. Yeah, I didn't realize. I, I was confused right. by the way they worded the title. Now I sure. understand what they're saying. Sure. So maybe that did recently happen. Uh, uh, Brazilian model makes history with sports. Uh, Brazilian model Valentina Sampaio uh, becomes first transgender sports illustrated swimsuit model. Okay. All right, that's news. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know what? I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give Yahoo a. Uh, uh, a thumbs up. Uh, me too. I'm gonna give them a Especially thumbs up. Especially since mostly what they're doing is it's Yahoo is a curator. Right. It's not like Yahoo hires writers. Are you I think sure they're a curator. I think they're a curator. Are they okay? I, I'm not sure. Well, I'm looking. Not look, willing to die on if, that if, hill if, today. I'm Jared. scrolling through the top right. page: USA Today, Market Watch, okay. NBC Sports, right. Huff Post. So they're okay. uh, they're uh, those they're are more other curating. News. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's our number two? CBS. All right. Pull up CBS, my man. Oh Jesus Christ. We're doing it. CBS News. Doing a deep dive here. I, I'm going to give them a yes, by the way. Yeah, I would Even too. beforehand. Also, what are your thoughts on the, the video, news videos? I, I prefer to read my articles. Maybe I'm old. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny because that's a lot of what Twitter is, is listening to videos or watching videos. And I agree. For some reason, it doesn't feel like I'm doing the work when I uh, <laughs> watch a video. <laughs> when I watch a video. Right. But but I but I, I'm getting the exact same information. Why does it feel like I'm not properly doing the work? Reading is faster. 
That's why I prefer reading, reading. is faster? You think so? I can read an article faster than you could watch. Do you, do you, do you really think... So we have a page-long article. Page-long article, right? And you have a two, three, four-minute video. I guarantee you I could read that article faster than you could watch that video. Hmm, okay. Now, if it's a book, then sure, the movie's faster. Yeah, of course. If it's a book. But I think a lot of news media... I prefer to read because I can skim it quickly. Mm. If I watch a video, unless I speed the video up, yeah, you can't like you have to listen right. to everything. I right. So you're saying, yeah. so you're saying, if you skim it, mm-hmm. then uh, all right. C- CBS News. I'd give it a thumbs up. U.S. sees over 3.1 million COVID cases. Trump commutes ally Roger Stone sentence. Hamilton's duel with Burr, 216 years. Yeah, this seems pretty legit to me. I'm gonna give this. A, I'm gonna give this a thumbs up. Yeah, I would too. NBC. I'm gonna I'm gonna say, but the thing is, a lot of these are more curators that we're seeing. Right. Because I think I think even CBS and NBC is there's a level of curation here rather than so them then the hiring key writers. Is, then the key is we gotta go e- we gotta dig even deeper, Jared. The good thing here about curation is though right. it allows it allows you to theoretically you can well, find your sources to some degree. It does help to yeah I guess so I don't know I don't know I don't know but there's. I feel like there's there's no way it doesn't really matter what the source is at this point it's just find what you think is giving you the best information because you're not convincing people with news I feel like I've well, never it, seen it well, happen once once again it, it well I don't think the the role of news is to convince people right it's to quote I unquote think inform people right uh, and just tell but people but like what's when people say on. like show your sources I hear that right. all the time where it's right. like but you're not going to believe the source but sh- but show your sources that's not about media literacy that's about an argument. Right, that's true. That's you know, true. media literacy is about being able to read and understand and analyze different forms of media. So news is one, music is another. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother can of worms. Being able to analyze music, you know, we were listening to some Wiz Khalifa tunes before we recorded uh, our previous episode, and uh, we were joking around about some of the lyrics that he was using. Right. That yeah. in that in a, in a way is also a type of media literacy. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so. Do you learn about in, in this media lit class? Do you learn about specific language that you need to like watch out for? I mean, I'm asking you about a class you took ten years ago. Lo- but longer, <laughs> probably longer than that now. But um, sorry, what was? Can you repeat you, the question? It's definitely longer because we graduated ten years right. ago from high school. Uh, do, do you um, like do they do they did they like like tell you about words to watch out for? Like sort of like buzzwords i'm looking at buzzfeed right here but like words that are like this this like be careful we, when you see this word because this means that they're you're we, getting more of opinion or you're or right. you're not actually getting you know whatever that is well that's a great idea we we didn't do that we did uh read headlines so mm. we we read headlines and kind of talked about you know we talked about we didn't use the term back then clickbait yeah i was about to say that was probably pre-clickbait this was pre-clickbait but but you know um um but that doesn't mean they weren't doing that right. sort of catchy headline I'm, thing right i'm trying to think what the oh this goes to show you my age i guess there was a phrase for it there's a phrase that we use when the media tries to draw you in with the headline um mm. well yeah and i i as I, I um you know I, I listen to a lot of podcasts too. Sometimes I hear um, sometimes I hear like a um, journalist or whether it be a car journalist or not talking, and they'll like sometimes they'd be like I didn't choose that headline. It's like I and it's like they did that because actually it was just someone that I was listening to someone that read a book the other day, and they're like I didn't choose that headline, but they thought it would be more grabby. Right. And it's like I don't even really think that that sums up my writing that well, but but it it jumps out at you better. Right. 
I was trying to see if I could find what the word is, but all it is is just a whole lot of talk about clickbait. Right. That word, I think, has taken over at this point. Probably. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, and, and I think the thing with clickbait, too, is it's, it's dangerous because you can so quickly now spread false and incorrect information. Mm-hmm. And if it's clickbaity, you better believe it's going to go viral. You yeah, know? sure. Um, there's a couple. When we had uh, Zach P., uh, the YouTuber from China, on a few episodes back. He loves a good clickbaity um, title. Uh, he has some. Well, I, I still watch all his videos. Uh, I really like his videos. But um, the, but we were talking about some other Chinese YouTubers or, well, Westerners that, you know, their channels are about China. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also have very clickbaity titles. I mean, they have tons of subscribers and, you know, probably no reason why. They, they have good content, too. But I think the whole point of clickbait... Um, is is you have to be aware, uh, is this worth, is this really worth reading? Yeah. Um, and sometimes, sometimes to me, if I have to ask myself that question, the fact I have to ask it alone means it's not worth reading. <laughs> Does that make sense? I guess so. The fact that you're even at that point where you're it, yeah. questioning it, where it's like, this is probably BS. Right, exactly. Yeah, and, go with your gut. <clears throat> right, and for me, if I see a headline that I think is something out of like The Onion... Uh, we had a wasp fly yeah. by. Um, uh, you know, if I see a, a, t- a headline, I'm like, could this be from The Onion? A lot of times I won't read it. Just The Onion's not even parody anymore, dude. It's not. It's, it's it really ridiculous how, yeah. how, how, like, th- like it'll be like, oh, The Onion just like put this out five days ago. and now can, you, can you tell our listeners what The Onion is? Because not everybody is American who listens. The Onion is a, uh, a parody website what well, they initially, satirical news they actually do write say, the right? news articles but right. it, no one really it's not even the articles the articles are kind of dumb to me to be honest yeah. with you it's it's yeah supposed to be tongue-in-cheek kind of goofy silly but the headlines the, the headlines are are, are, are what are what are, are are really the catching thing people really come the, for the headlines yeah. like people come for the super bowl commercials. but i think i think that that's i think that's kind of funny because their whole point is like the ridiculousness of media and and it kind of even though they're not, like it kind of proves it's kind of proving their point in the ridiculousness of media by me saying I don't read the articles I just look at the headline right. and that tells me all I need to know. Right. CDC guidelines says it's safe to play tennis if that's honestly how you want to spend your free time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cam Newton scrambling to get up to speed after Patriots send him playbook of every NFL team. <laughs> <laughs> Woman who hasn't attended protest yet hoping police brutality still going on next week too. <laughs> <laughs> Teen flocks to new app where they just enter own personal data into form. <laughs> Silicon that one see that doesn't even sound like a joke. Right. <laughs> Good old onion. Silicon Valley billionaires unveil diversity initiative to replace 60% of own blood with transfusion from young people of color. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Good That's hilarious. Onion. Yep. That's hilarious. And so and so I feel like that line by the way is really getting blurred between what's real on the onion and what's what's fake. Well, real reality just seems so crazy right now with everything yeah. going on politically with, the vi- with everything is everything. fake news new am i is that a no. new concept i think i think fake news i think you could have seen fake news during the red scare in the u.s what's the red scare uh google it i'm surprised you don't know about this Are you, do you not red know what it scare. is either Why i do i do know what it is why do i have to I'm, I'm really curious how you don't the red scare was a uh, uh 
the McCarthy era where they were afraid oh, of communists. Okay, okay, okay. The I remember McCarthyism. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. So it was this idea that, you know, well, if you're an American and you're a communist, you're an enemy to the country and blah, blah, blah. Well, so was this like the post-World um, War II thing? Like yeah. between this was up Cold to War. like the Cold War? This was Cold War, okay. yeah. Or before, before Cold War, I think. Right, okay. Yeah, in the 50s, I think. But yeah, so, so my whole point for that, though, is I think there was probably a lot of fake news going around back then, too. Sure, yeah, you know, yeah. All sorts of, yeah, I think... I probably think, even easier back then. Who's going to prove it? How are you going to prove it? I, yes, however, I would argue that it's easier now. It's more accessible uh, that's true. That's nowadays. That's a good point. Because not everybody back then, I bet you, was even a proficient reader or had access to a newspaper. Yeah. Whereas nowadays, almost anybody, most people, you know, have some type of phone or, or something, and they can access the news. Yeah. TV, phone. I mean, that's true. You know, back then it was what you had probably in the fifties. Did they have? Did they have TV in the fifties? I don't know, but they, they had, had radio. They had radio. They had radio for sure. So you got radio. They had newspapers. Yeah. Potentially, maybe TV. And that's it. <laughs> maybe. Um, clearly, I need to get out. But uh, I don't think book, I don't think TV yeah. was hot in the fifties. I, right. I feel like if they did have TV, they had like that two was channels. early. That was yeah, super two early. Channels. Um, but yeah, it was mostly probably at that point radio and newspaper. Yeah. Right. Um, well, how do you feel about, uh, but you see, know, that's, that again, Jared tells us why media literacy is so important now because we have so many different types of media coming at you. Right. You right. Know, and so many different ways to digest it, internalize it, uh, analyze it, criticize it, all that stuff. Yeah. How, um, oh shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. No, 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 that's okay. You rounded it out. Did I write it down? Um, oh, this is not what I was going to say, but I find a surprising amount of, uh, of typos and articles these days. Yeah. I don't know if it's happening more because it's on the internet, but I feel like I'm finding a lot more typos where I'm like, uh, even that thing that, I don't know. Like, it's like, why am I finding so many typos? And they seem like, um, sort of like not even just a word here. It's like, oh, this is pretty noticeable. Right. Right. But I feel like, I feel like maybe that's just part of like, we just, it's more of a churning process. We have to mm -hmm. churn stuff out. Right. Well, that's the thing. I feel like the media now, it's like a machine. I yeah. mean, I guess it always has been, but, um, but that's why it's so important to know how to interact and engage with media because I think on on one extreme it can get you totally down. Mm -hmm. On another uh, on another extreme it can get you like totally in this bubble where you think your view is completely right and completely validated and no sure. one can tell you otherwise. I think this is for conservative people and liberal people, you know. Um, and so it's it's really important that we. Uh, you know, look at media and, and look at it with a critical lens and not be afraid to say, well, is that really true or is that just someone's opinion? And also, I think the big question that most of the time that we need to ask when we see an article is who's writing it, who's funding the writing and who are they really writing for? That's hard to find, though, especially the funding. Right. Well, thing. Sure, sure. Because there is what you were alluding to earlier mm -hmm. was that um, there was uh, there. So a lot of the local news stations are owned by like two or three mostly conservative um, companies, and uh, and so like you know they're they're telling local news. But every now and again, maybe they'll tell national news or or even whatever whatever the local news is, and they'll force them to to follow a specific format or follow a specific narrative right. or like uh, support a specific side. If you still want to get funding, mm -hmm. if you still want to have a job, then you need to support the side that we tell you because we, you know, pay your checks. And, and so it's, it, it, you know, it's just showing that, you know, we don't even like, wh who can we believe if, right. if like two or three companies are controlling the narrative and exactly. specifically telling you what to say. 
But that's the that's the 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 great thing, and I guess the dangerous thing about social media, yeah, is the fact that uh, nowadays we are able to um, easily voice our thoughts and opinions and clown on people and troll people and say, well, that isn't true, you know. Um, I used to, I used to, uh, a lot of my diversity in media, as far as opinions, I would say, especially political opinions I don't agree with, it used to come from podcasts. I used to listen to a lot more podcasts where I just wholeheartedly disagreed with, with uh, what the people said. But it gets exhausting, you know? Sure. Like, and it's kind of aggravating sometimes. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why am I just getting angry listening to this? And so, like, I've kind of cut back on that a lot these days. And But, like, I used to do it a lot more. And I'm like, I don't, like, why am I putting myself through this? Right. Well, I think, I think the reason why was because you, you were trying to get a balanced view. You yeah. Know, I think, I think you and I, as, as guys who have traveled, who are, I think, hopefully becoming, good men as we grow up Mm. you know as we become adults uh i was hoping you'd have some cool drop for that (laughs) um but i think the thing is you have to be aware of things and and i i really think it's it's admirable that you are even considering listening to the other side Mm -hmm. there are so many people who are not willing to do that and it is exhausting it is tiring um and i think the reason why you did that was because you wanted to get a better view on things yeah you know uh, i don't think people do that Unless you enjoy, I guess, being aggravated, but I know you're not the type of guy who enjoys it. So. But I, I, I think I think you can help mold your, and I, I hate to say argument because it, it, it's me me going back to proving an argument really just shows the state of at least my social media setup, where it's all just like an argument, and it's all just like try, like people trying to prove stuff that no one, people don't even want to believe. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and, and it's just like I forgot what I was gonna say, but like I, I don't know. It's I, it's it, it's just. I, I, you, I almost find myself in a place where I'm forced to curate what I want. And I, I feel like I need to ha- have know both sides. Right. But sometimes I'm like, but sometimes I'm like, can I even believe what these people are saying? Right. Or it's like, when it's like, or I need to be able to properly form my argument by even knowing how, not an argument, like pro- I need to properly form my view by e- even knowing what the other view would say, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but it is exhausting if I wholeheartedly agree with people. Uh, yeah. And it's just like that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And it's not, and it's not worth it. It's not worth your time and your energy. Yeah, um, but yeah. Well, Jared, I think we should talk about our song of the pod today because okay. it is a good one, uh, and actually was my motivation for doing this episode today. The song is called "America" by the German group Rammstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, I roll my R because he rolls his R in the song quite a bit. Yeah, um, it's a good one. I guess we might as well. I like it in the background when we talk about it because it sure. helps me. Remember a little, you know. We're we're getting old. We can't remember everything. I just randomly started playing the song. Um, I don't know it, but I saw it, and I was like, "Oh, th- maybe this will fit what we're what we're talking about." And then Chad started. Chad was like, "Oh, oh, this is how I even thought of this episode was <laughs> playing the song in the car the other day." So yeah, so this song is kind of about, well, not to be that guy to tell you what to think or how to feel about the song, but my my interpretation of the song. We'll let you listen for a minute first. That's wonderful. All right. Anyway, so can I guess what it? Yeah. Because yeah. you've heard the song a bunch. You love the. You love Rammstein. 
Um, I, I, I'm aware of them, but I'm by no means a fan that like knows their music well. I know like the Warum, that's one of their songs. Eins, zwei, drei, I know that song. What songs are you talking about? Are you talking about Zona and Du Hast? Yeah, Du. Du Hast. Yeah, Du Hast. Okay. Isn't there one where he's like, it starts with him counting? Anyway. Yeah. Oh, so that's Zona. what I'm talking about. Zona. All right, well, then that's what I'm talking Smart. about, Chad. Yeah, okay, gotcha. God. No. Um, <laughs> uh, what I, uh, what, it, what it, it feels like to me is that, is that it's just like focusing on uh, how America is very self, uh, self-centered. And we think that uh, everyone is paying attention to what's happening to us and, and like... Essentially, like that, we're that the world is lucky to have us. Is kind of the vibe I got from it, and the fact that uh, we are so willing to spread American culture all over. Yeah, you know, it's like it spreads and spreads and spreads, and we don't think of the ramifications. Right, you know, the, the when when you have another culture come in and becomes a more popular culture, you start to lose bits of the old culture, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a shame. I mean, the the fact that you see, you know. There's not many places in the world now that you can go and there isn't some type of McDonald's or yeah, KFC Subway. or Burger King. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But I like this song too because I think it. And then he also a, mentions Coca Cola. Yeah. Coca-Cola, and sometimes war. Yeah. Which is a big thing we do in the U.S., which also has to do with media as well, I think, influences our opinions on war yeah. and what we're doing. That, um, I mean, that's a. Yeah. I think there's a huge part of our media um, that's focused. And, and I think that's part of like. Uh, Military people are hero. A lot of that, a lot of that right. narrative is right. sort of justifying war, right. where it's like, look at them saving us, keep keeping us safe, which is too true to a certain yeah. extent. But but uh, there we, we're we're led to believe that there are these foreign uh, sort of uh, threats that we need to right. be so afraid of. When it's like, well, is it that we need to be afraid of it, or is there actually some sort of financial motive here? Right. Well, and the other reason why I really enjoy this song. <clears throat> is because it uh i think it's kind of sarcastic too. sure of course you know the, the the hook is we're all living in america uh it's wunderbar which in Ger- is german for wonderful as jared mentioned and like um, the he's he's like uh he's like um first of all it shows him in a bunch of different countries like africa yep. uh, not a bunch of different countries very specific countries i right. should say like africa and, and the like pe- and like they're like dancing mm-hmm. and then he shows like native american people dancing Right uh, and like it's sort of like all trying to like allude to like like hey look uh, Amer- Native Americans are living in America and they love it here or like right. which obviously is the, it's I sarcastic, sarcasm, yeah. sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like look I he's like say. look African people are so happy to to be uh, bombarded with with African culture and with and, American uh, culture oh, excuse me yeah. with American yeah. culture and and it's just you know kind of alluding a little bit to slavery I would say a little bit to the genocide of uh, Native Americans mm-hmm. yeah it, and I how mean now really you're in Ameri- now you're in our America right. whatever that means it's to a you. heavy yeah it's 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 kind of a lighthearted song with a very heavy message especially if you sure. look at the watch the, the music video too yeah, absolutely. because obviously you can probably understand a lot of that just from hearing the words yeah but the music video really puts it in your face well and the the, the lyrics of the song though Jared also show this push for uh, influence, you know, yeah. when, when you dance, on the I moon lead. The, for a lot of the for a lot of it, they're right. uh, pl- right. like playing on the moon right. for a well, lot I'm, of it. Right. Yeah. The space race. Mm-hmm. But also I'm I'm saying the, the lyrics themselves. He says, uh, when you dance, I lead even when you're turning by yourself. Mm. So it means even when you're alone, I'm going to tell you when to turn and how mm. to turn. Um, so, yeah, so I think this kind of goes into uh, influence, and I think media is a big influence yeah. um, on and, a lot of this, And what too. you just said was really a great way to sum up media. Is like yep. we're, we, we 
It's like, yeah, we want you to have your opinions, but we're we're forming those opinions for yep. you. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna feed we're gonna you know spoon feed you what we want you to know. Because exactly. a lot of a lot of news today is not even news, but it's it's like this is bad or this is good or this is what mm-hmm. these bad people are right. doing or this it's is to what tell these you how to good feel or how to think. Doing. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. And I think I think the the role of news is to not tell you how to feel or how to think, but to tell you what's in a happening. factual manner exactly what's happening. So mm-hmm. So we hope uh, this episode helped you all a little bit with your uh, media literacy, your media lit as the cool kids say, <laughs> keeping it lit. See in uh, media lit third period. Right. That is right. Uh, let us know though uh, what media you like and where you get your news from at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Twitter if you'd like to get your news there. Untranslatable one, the number one. Uh, slide into our DMs on Instagram as well. You can see beautiful backgrounds, some clips, and some uh, pictures of our beautiful faces. So check that out. And lastly, please, five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So, as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yekuyame, muchas gracias, shisha, and dos vidanya. Yeah, crank it up, Jerry. Crank it, baby. Turn the music in the headphones up, I guess. It. Sitting here with, your, with the monitors on, you're like, ah, it's already too loud. It's good stuff right there. Yeah. Yeah, my, my only media source is Twitter, really. Yep. You're a Twitter kind of guy, Jared. Yeah. Does that mean you're a twat? Oh. But sometimes I do. But the, I, sometimes I do scroll through like uh, accounts that I'm like, this is gonna be some bullshit. Right. Oh. But for it sure. is interesting to see what uh, what they're like retweeting and stuff. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, all right. You should check out that Chad guy's uh, Twitter. He's been retweeting some pretty fire, oh, untranslatable yeah. stuff. <laughs> check that out on Translatable on Twitter. Mind. Boom boom. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why though, dude. Because I've been getting notifications for Twitter, so I've just been checking it. Yeah, that. Yeah. All right. I like it. Hey, I'm not complaining. I've been enjoying Twitter a little bit more than.